This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Right, this is the whole, like, the term Latinx, mm-hmm. which 3% oh, yeah. of Hispanics in this country actually use. Mm-hmm. I've been in so many meetings looking at PowerPoint presentations, and they say, and to reach the Latinx community, <laughs> I work in research. Who is that? Yeah. Yes. Right? What is that? And that's liberal on liberal problems. Some of this woke stuff is alienating, I'd say, moderate to conservative Democrats. All right, see words in play here. Context. The context to that, that is Jessica Tarlov. She's, uh, I guess she's the, the resident uh, liberal, even maybe sometimes progressive, uh, on Fox, on Fox's The Five. And I love this because they're talking about what Obama said the other day about, man, the Democrats and the wokeness, this is silly. She's coming out. She's saying yes. And she gives even a specific example. Now, remember, she does research for Democrats. She's saying, I go to Democrats. Democrats don't know what Latinx is. They don't know what that means. And we're suffocating ourselves with this wokeness. And I, I bring that up. Something happened yesterday as we're 21 days away from the election. Are there still some uh, folks that are unsure, incidentally, as we look at things we're going to be voting on here in Missouri? Still battling in her head what to do on uh, on Amendment 3 as it relates to the recreational weed. Uh, I'm getting new stuff all the time that I'm still like, I'm, I'm starting to lean towards no. And ultimately, I don't, uh, I don't care. And you know, people talk about recreational marijuana. Uh, I'm guessing there's probably a large portion of the population within 20 minutes could go get it anyway uh, on this on the streets. It's, I mean, I'm not even sure it'd be 20 minutes away. I mean, <laughs> but, but really, th- Brandon, this is not so much about recreational weed. There's a lot of other... Right, st- and that's the That's thing. the whole yeah. other thing. I mean, it is... And it's really hard in a 20 to 25 second news story to really explain that. That's one thing I want to let people know. There's, and Stephanie, you've done a really good job on this. There's other ballot issues. You've got this yeah. Amendment 1. Some of these I'm going to try to, to, to kind of just give a simple summary. Some are much easier to write. That's the hardest one. This National Guard thing, right. I really believe that. I think that might be the biggest one overall. That's not really complex to explain. But in terms of trying to explain yeah. Amendment 3, yeah. it's very hard. But do you know how you're going to vote on Amendment 3 is the question, or do you, do I, you know? I don't. Don't, I don't know don't. yet, Steph? No. Well, as you know, I was involved in the litigation on behalf of the proponents. Um, but, yeah, I'm a yes. I tend to be more libertarian on uh, drug-based issues, and, yeah, I'm ready for it to be legalized. I've been involved in some of the uh, litigation regarding uh, medical, uh, and, you know, how we've had it for how many years now? Three, four? I mean, I think it's going fine. I think it's going great, actually. And so I'm, I'm ready for us to just move to the next step. Our neighboring states have it. Um, I'll be voting yes. Uh, Hannah, do you know how? Is your mind made up? Yeah, it is. All right. Marsh, what about you? I don't know. I'm not really sure if the listeners really care how the news guy votes on the issue. But <laughs> well, I'm not what, asking you how you're voting. I'm asking you, have you, that's not the question. The question, have you made up your mind? It depends yeah. on the day you asked me that. I'm <laughs> kidding aside. So I guess that's a no. <laughs> All right. We'll take it. Uh, so I, I think it was interesting. So you have people like Barack Obama, Jessica Tarlov, the Lib on Fox, uh, saying somebody who does research and she's going into these research and doing these PowerPoint presentations, as you just heard her say, and you get de- the reasonable Democrats looking at each other like, what the hell's Latinx? Why am I supposed to use this? Why am I supposed to identify somebody as a gender, even though that is not their gender? Why are they demanding that I do it? And she's saying she's going into this research and even Democrats like, what the heck are we doing? And I thought this was interesting 
never have we talked about here on the show uh, the view. I don't care. Uh, just as much as people may not be interested in how our news guy is voting on Prop 3, <laughs> I'm guessing most people here don't care what Sonny Hostin or Whoopi Goldberg has to say about politics. Sometimes I like listening to libs just, like, melt down over yeah. things. So, like, it's entertaining for me. So I do like to tune in every now and again just to hear the crazy. It's like we like to see Alabama lose. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> we like to watch things maybe like The View because we like to see them wet the bed because they still wet the bed about Trump. Uh, but I thought this is... I'll play this. This is Sonny Hostin, and they're talking about the Georgia Senate race, talking about Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock in that debate the other night. I have to tell you, I watched it with my father. For us, it was appointment television, um, seeing these two black men represent Georgia, which, is gonna, which could very well change the, the, uh, the Senate. He did so much better than I thought he did that I think he gained votes. And I'm not talking about Warnock. I'm talking about Walker. Again, I got to preface this by saying, I care less about what they say on The View, but I got to think. And so the comments, they're favorable to Herschel Walker. So I'm thinking about who is it that watches The View, except for me and Stephanie whenever we're wanting to dig. Like, we want to see, we love, we'll tune into a ga game that Alabama is losing. Why? Because we want to see Saban lose his stuff on the sideline. We watch The View because we want to see Libs wetting the bed about Trump still. But who's who's watching... If we all came up with a composite viewer of The View, what would be the first thing that you would add, Hausworth? Who's watching the one character trait? Progressives. Progressive. Sure. Marsh, who, who's watching The View? Yeah, right on there. Liberals. All right. Hannah? Um, I would say probably mostly women. That's where I am. Mostly women, progressive liberals. People who don't have a job. What time is it on in the morning? About a 10 or 11. Yeah, exactly. It, I, yeah. You can't work and watch that. So here's what I'm wondering. So with Sonny Hostin on The View, progressive, liberal, unemployed female, and let's stereotype some more because it's working right now, who is a progressive, unemployed, liberal female going to vote for? A Democrat. So you have somebody on The View who, I guess, laps up everything these women say on that show, and, uh, and now she's saying, hey, it's kind of cool to be a conservative. A little bit. This guy won. He actually, I think, won the debate. I'm saying favorable things about him. Does that help sway this composite viewer that we've just sketched together here by using stereotypes <laughs> to, to create this voter composite? Or the other thing that I'm wondering, I got want to get some phone calls here regarding Amendment 3. So, Marsh, Housworth, we need you to stick around. Sure. Uh, Stephanie. And I also have something else that's kind of interesting that, that about about uh, something a state senator said about President Trump um, that it was said in satire, but he's a Democrat. He's getting lambasted by the left because they think he's a Republican. He's not. So here's the other thing I'm thinking is or not Sonny Hostin on The View is making it cool to be a conservative or whatever, but maybe she's saying what a lot of her viewers are already thinking. I'm thinking regretful Biden voters uh, the, the tweener Democrats that are like, you know, I'm a Democrat. I'm supposed to go out and cheer wokeness and use Latinx and refer to somebody by whatever it is they want to be called. But I'm not like and they're not out loud about it yet. And maybe Sonny Hostin is just reflecting that in her audience that, hey, OK, I'm thinking what I know you all have been thinking for a long time and that Democrat policies by and large as a whole are failing. Uh, they're failing us.
Uh, it's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Welcome to the show. My name is Brandon Rather. Tina, welcome to the show. What can we do for you? Good morning. I was listening to the radio the other day about this Amendment 3. Two of two gentlemen were talking about it. And, was it um, Epen Thampy and Dan Veets? Yes. Yeah, Jennifer Bukowski. Who, uh, by, I love it when Jennifer Bukowski is on the Gary Nolan show. Yeah. yeah so I know what so, you're referring to. So somebody had said something about uh, there was CRT in the Amendment 3 yeah. hidden back in there. Yeah. I was calling to find out for sure if that is a for so, sure thing yeah. or so, you what. Know, thank, and that's a good question because we are getting that a lot. And thank you for listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, it is not. It CRT is not. is not in Amendment 3. There is some... Language regarding an equity officer as it relates to who's getting some of these licenses. CRT is something that is taught in schools like Columbia Public Schools. And I'll say, no, it's not. They don't have a class called CRT 101. But is this theory that uh, white people are inherently bad because of stuff that happened several hundred years ago? That is not in Amendment 3. That is my take it's th- just an initial it's 39 pages and i've looked at that and and i'm not an attorney stephanie is but uh, crt to me is not in there in those 39 pages in that uh, official official ballot full text i'll let the news guy answer the questions i don't purport to speak on behalf of sure. the campaign or any of my clients i, I understand that i i'm confident saying it's not in there i it's just not i, I mean i i've read the the text, um, and Brandon, you're absolutely right. It's about inequity, and that whole lottery process, by the way, is controversial. There's no doubt about that, but I don't see anything about CRT. Uh, it was interesting. Also in Jennifer Bukowski's show, she had, uh, oh, who was the judge she had in here talking about the cost, what the cost could potentially be as it relates to freeing, uh, mm-hmm. if there were a blanket, you know, letting people out of jail that were in there on marijuana convictions. Mike, welcome into the show. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning. Again, on uh, Amendment 3, uh, I, I I did see that thing about the uh, equity uh, mm-hmm. provisions, but the thing that bothered me most was the provision in there about uh, that this does not, pr- uh, does not permit the operation of a car and other thing, and other uh, dangerous equipment under the influence, but you can't convict based solely on the presence of THC in your blood or in your body, there has to be other other proof that you were under the influence and in control of the vehicle at the time. But there's not, nothing in there about how do you prove that? I mean, with alcohol, alcohol you have a blood uh, alcohol limit. I uh, think if you can't set something yeah. like that for THC, then uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure that this is the time to do this uh and i think so it sounds almost like two questions is so you're asking so you're saying the language that kind of language regarding its illegality when it comes to operating motor vehicles is not covered in this is that what you're saying yeah yeah they're basically saying you you can't you can't do it based on what's in you know that is just in the body you have to prove that there, uh, that that person is under the influence, and I'm. My question is, how do they how do, you do that? Do that? Yeah. I'm not sure we can. So, and I don't know that I have a good answer for that question offhand. But I had. Thank you for the phone call. We appreciate you being a part of Wake Up Mid Missouri. But I, I, because oh, I was following what was happening in Colorado several years ago. That there were like t- almost like a roadside test and i don't know how accurate they are but could show because you're right thc apparently it can stay in your system for several weeks at a time so i could be driving get pulled over and say well we want to test you and have 
THC in your system, even though it's been two weeks since you've ingested THC. But I don't know if there's any indicators that say, well, you ingested THC 20 minutes ago before you left work on your, to, on your way home, or was it something from a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that. Um, and, and those are all, all very good questions. Um, the the biggest thing on here, and I know Stephanie can't comment on her cases. I'm not even directing this at her. But the biggest thing about this particular amendment is I would encourage that gentleman and all of our listeners to go to sos.mo.gov. Read the full text, sos.mo.gov. And because you're going to see different people saying different things, that is that is the actual ballot language. And the last point I'd make, I'm a little surprised. There's just so much in here. So many different, I mean, because this lottery process, they're talking about equally distributed licenses to each district, the 6% tax, there's a lot of different things in there, but it's 39 pages. I think you can get that read in about five minutes, and I think most of these folks would get their questions answered. I'm always happy to answer them as best we can, but quite frankly, I'm not an attorney. Uh, Official ballot title, you go to the Secretary of State's website, and it has all of these uh, amendments that are on there. You can read the language, and that's the issue people want. Bottom lines, but that's true. Uh, as it relates to, uh, so one of the questions on the text from Amy: Can you explain the expungement clause of the amendment? And I think that's one of the pieces in my mind, at least. It's just a regular Joe Schmo sitting at the bar having a Barks root beer. Well, uh, that it would allow persons with certain medical, uh, excuse me, with certain marijuana-related, certain marijuana-related non-violent offenses to petition. They would have to petition for release from incarceration or parole and probation and have their records expunged. So That's it. It's not just something that would happen. That's just it. You would have to apply. That's just it, exactly. And I can tell you there's going to be very few that are in the prison that are, if any, that are sitting in prison. First of all, the, the statute reads possession of a controlled substance. It doesn't say possession of marijuana. It doesn't say possession of meth, um, so it's a little hard to tell. But based on my experience working in the Department of Corre- Corrections outside of Jeffrey Mizansky, very few people, if any, are sitting down in the prison uh, that are in there for marijuana. They're in there for marijuana and probably other stuff because you're going to, if you get yeah. caught with marijuana, you're going to get probation. They don't, hell, they're letting the murderers out sometimes. We've seen that several times. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Good morning, 828 time for the Morning Bell. Business news got a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. Well, I think we've all been feeling the pinch as of late, um, but officially the facts are in and folks are delaying their big purchases, trying to reduce their debt. Um, a recent poll said 76% of adults are making lifestyle changes to prepare for a recession. And I think uh, I think we probably knew that. Yeah. I'll be interested to see the shopping numbers because a lot of people, you know, we're, we're getting ready to face down Christmas. <laughs> um, and that's an expensive time for a lot of people. And, you know, but you Property can... Property taxes. Yeah, you can dial that oh. back if you need to. So I think yeah. a lot of how people are feeling about the economy might show up in those... Christmas shopping numbers. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I saw a tweet and, I, you know, I haven't had time to fact check this this morning, but they said Zillow is kind of changing in the last couple of days and saying, hey, maybe house housing prices aren't going to slump like we thought they were. And that seems in my mind, and maybe again, I'm, I'm, I'm it's not conspiracy, but uh, 
does it coincide with the fact that maybe we do think a red wave is coming? And so is this survey now already old news? Because I think people, I think if we get a red wave, if we get more pro-business people in there, if we get people in there who are going to reduce government uh, restrictions and burdens to where maybe our economy can flourish again, I think people are going to be a lot more optimistic. So I would cast some doubt on this survey right now because you know two weeks ago this is wake up mid-missouri with brandon rathert going to be a waste of money not a savings people will with more hearing loss will get them and say oh hearing aids don't work meanwhile it wasn't that the hearing aid wasn't working it was inappropriate for them that's audiologist dr cindy madrosic talking to our news partners at abc 17 so a couple of months ago he said uh over the counter uh you may be able to get hearing aids over the counter huh uh-huh. Huh? What? What'd you say? My dad always does that to me when I tell him to put his hearing aids in. Well, and I might actually like to hear from your dad on this. So I know when this came out and uh, Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show weekdays 4 to 6, happens to be uh, a doctor. Now, he that's not the part of the body that he specializes uh, in. He's not an audiologist. But hearing his take on that kind of stuff has been kind of in. But I'm I'm paying attention. So now apparently you can go out and buy these things. So they approved them, and I guess they're getting close, or maybe they're out on the market. Some of them as lo- as low as two hundred bucks. But I'm paying attention now because so I hear okay. It's just, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It was how much I've been uh, socializing recently. It's not really socializing. It's stuff on behalf of the radio Flirting. station. No. Flirting. <laughs> Going to things. But I, one of the reasons I don't, and I joke because I'm, I'm not a big fan of socializing. I am kind of shy. But the other thing that happens is when I'm in these events where there's a bunch of people, I have a hard time having conversations with people when there's background. I mean, I have to really look and read lips, and even if there's back, I, I can't hear, and, and so I'm thinking about these. Yeah, I've been with folks before, and it's weird because there's still, like, a stigma around wearing hearing yeah. aids, and I've been with people before, and and I've, I've had a private conversation, like, are they mad? Are they upset? Are they having a bad day? And it was not that. It was that they're not engaging in the conversation because they can't hear what you were saying. And so they, they, it's not that they were uninterested or mad. It's that they can't hear. And so, and I still, it's weird because, you know, other things, you, you know, you, you glasses, go get your glasses. (laughs) If you can't see yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so I do kind of like the fact that they are over the counter and maybe that will take away some of the, because I think people are, they don't want to admit, you know, but you, We've all walked into a house and the TV's up on like level seven mm. seventy two, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. why is this so loud?" Um, yeah. And, and I, I, so I, I like the idea that maybe you know you'd feel more comfortable going, you know, and just picking it up like you picked up some Tylenol. But you're exactly right because that's why. Because my dad, he gets on my case every time. I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, and I'm telling him how much how uh, difficult it is to go to. Because here's what I was at a great uh, great event Saturday night for True North, and we're at the Blue Note and. And I'm talking, and everybody's having conversations, and most of the time, and this is true, I just end up going, uh huh, and I don't know what they. Somebody could be saying, Brandon, you're an uneducated idiot, and I'd be going, uh huh, <laughs> giving a thumbs up to that because I, ju- you know what I mean, Marsh. I'll just because I just simply cannot hear what people. That's why I don't like going. You to worn me. headphones too long. All kidding aside, I mean yeah. we're all kind of guilty of that in this business after a number of years. My takeaway on the story about the the over the counter ones is sort of a 
yes, but a buyer beware thing. You know, it's back to the old adage, you may indeed get what you pay for or don't pay for as the case may be. Because I think my thing is like, I can't hear, everything is real bassy to mm-hmm. me. So like on my radio, I have to do, <laughs> increase the I wish I, I wish I had a dollar for every time I've heard you say it's too bassy. <laughs> Can we, where's you know the many song? dollars I would have? We need that It's All About the Bass song playing bumping in the back right now. <laughs> Uh, no, and, but John, I think you're right. And I know, you know, I've, uh, having my kids around, sometimes I have to hush them, um, when we know we're around folks with hearing aids, cause I know, you know, the, the sound can be really sensitive. So you can have it up so you can hear normal conversations. And one of my kids shrieks, you know, and it's real loud. And so I do think, um, that people should, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a professional services provider and I'm like, people should consult an attorney. But I, I do probably <laughs> think even if you get these over the counter hearing aids, you should probably consult your physician, right? About these things. Cause yeah, you don't want to make it worse or, um, I had a friend who had hearing loss from the military and he went and bought a pair of Walker's, Walker's game ears at the, uh, at, at Bass Pro. So, you know, that's how he solved it. So I think you're right where I might be willing instead of, you know, doing the sensible thing, which is to go to a doctor and get my hearing tested. But I, you know why I won't go? Because I'm afraid of the answer that I'll get. Right. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> so these here, I guess, I don't, can, I don't know if they're out on the, the stores now. And I don't know what aisle they're in. Where do you put that? And like, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to Shelties and they have, you know, they got the toothpaste and <laughs> next to the remote controls or something. Eight seven four ninety three nineties. Wake up, Mid Missouri. Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, producer Hannah, Brian Houseworth. My name is Brandon Rather. Thank you for being here. Uh, Rob, welcome into the show. What is on your mind? You guys are always entertaining and educating. I got a hand up to you again this morning, well, even with hearing aids, but. Uh, uh, my two cents is, uh, as John Marsh said, uh, there's a lot of buyer beware stuff because there's a lot of just amplifiers out there. I know from experience, and uh, uh, they can actually cause more harm than good. Because the amplifiers, in your experience, all they do, those are like putting little miniature speakers inside of years and cranking up the volume. That's the way I understand those. Yes, yeah, so okay. all, they, all they're doing is they just take all the volume and raise it. So if if all you need is help with high frequencies yeah. and you get an amplifier, you're getting all the stuff you don't want amplified too. So um, most of the time, over-the-counter is probably not going to work, but I understand everybody's concern about, I don't want to go there because somebody's going to tell me bad news like right? you said, Brandon. Right. So, right. LeBron, yeah. let me ask you this. How old are you? How old am I? Well, she's about 66. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rob, I appreciate that. The reason I'm asking your age, and we appreciate you being a part of Wake Up uh, Mid-Missouri. So I'm 51, and I so I don't know if it's just a guy thing. Do all guys? I mean, does every guy go, hey, honey, my hearing's not so good. I'm going to go to the doctor and make an appointment, get it straightened out. I don't think that's how those conversations go. Now, I don't know because I don't have uh, a wife, but for it's that that human. (laughs) We know. (laughs) We know. Uh, but I, it, it's not something guys want to do. It's a guy thing, I think. Guys don't go to the doctor, period. Uh-uh. I think women, t- for the same reason, I mean, there's just a, still a stigma around it. And I yeah. think, you know, a lot of women don't want to have to wear, because you can see, uh, like, they've yeah. gotten a lot better. But, you know, you know, it can, I mean, I could hide it with my hair. You don't really have that option. <laughs> but, um, but, but, you know, I think for women, too, and I think for a lot of people, it, it, it signifies maybe aging. 
Um, and so for a lot of people, it's nagging of their kids like, hey, mom and dad, you really should go get your hearing checked or their spouse. Hey, I'm tired of shouting from across the room. And eventually they're so worn down by all the nagging that maybe they'll go. But I don't know. You know, we don't do that with glasses. You know, it cracks me up because when Brandon's dad is in the studio, they both have this like similar <laughs> hearing issues. <laughs> and the manner huh, 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 the mannerisms huh. that they have when they can't hear are hilarious. Like one they'll like cup their hand over their ear or they'll kind of look at you and go, "What was that?" and like lean in like with their head angled trying to get the good ear, I guess, pointed the right direction. But they both do it, and sometimes they do it at the same time, and it's really entertaining. Man, I have become my father. Everybody says his men, and I guess as new women, you become your mothers. Do people tell you yeah. oh, you're going to oh, be Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah. Are you seeing it yet that you're turning into your mother, Hannah? <laughs> yes. How so? I don't know. Well, like, my fiance reminds me all the time. Just like things that I say or do sometimes. Man, he looks reasons. at me and he's like, that was your mom. Steph? Yeah, I have a whole pantry full of like expired food and expired medications and I used to give my mom so much grief about traveling with a, her favorite pillow and now like, if I'm going to a hotel I pack my pillow because I'm an old lady. Because John these are things like as teens as kids we would complain mom that's so uncool why are you bringing your own pillow to the thing and now you're the one doing it. Yep. 874-9390. <laughs> Uh, Kathy, welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. What's on your mind today? Hi, the hearing aid thing. Um, it really kind of saddens me in a way to think that they're offering these people because they really are just amplifiers. It's going to amplify everything that you hear. It's not going to make you understand certain consonants or certain tones which you would get with a better pair of hearing aids and a hearing test, you know, where they can tell what it is you really need help with. I have hearing aids, and when I had my first test, and I got them when I was probably 16, um, they said, have you had a lot of ear infections? And I said, well, growing up, yes, I do remember that, but, you know, back then we didn't do anything for um, earaches. Um, it wasn't such a thing as an ear infection. So um, they kind of went, I guess, undetected, which was part of my hearing loss. But I'm telling you, well worth the money. First day I put them in, it was amazing. Let me ask you this, Kathy. How long have you been using hearing aids now? Probably about 10 years. 10 years. And so it made a world of difference. Did your doctor tell you like you had... Okay, like I don't hear high tones or bassy sounds. Do you know what what it was for you? Yes, exactly. Um, they're also computerized right now, which is why the cost is up. But um, still, you get what you pay for. Um, it's well worth the money. I wish insurance covered more yeah. of hearing aids instead of just putting them out there for $200 for people that are going to buy them and put them in their drawer and never wear them. That's what my dad did. And he never, he went, you know, over-the-counter type stuff or as seen on TV, and they just don't work. Um... And here's and this is a new one on me, but this makes sense. So the other thing, and I know we joke a lot, but like it's been a concern. I've brought this up to my doctor more than once, and and Hannah and Steph will get my back. Like I, the, sometimes I hear I don't understand. 
And somebody said something about your hearing as it relates, and I'm getting this wrong probably, but your brain doesn't process stuff it's supposed to be processing because you're not hearing properly. Did you get smarter after your hearing got better? I guess that's my question, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I right. wish I could say yes. Okay. I'm, I'm brilliant now, but hey, no, that, I've never heard that. Well, you're listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, which makes me think that you're pretty active in what's going on and you care about what's <laughs> happening. So I'm guessing you're a pretty smart woman. Kathy, no, we appreciate you, okay? Okay, thanks. All right. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Coming up. Enjoy. All right, some of the things that we haven't had a chance to get to on the show today, but first back to the uh, the hearing. So hearing aids over the counter, and we've had several people already say, so I guess they're available now as low as 200 bucks, and it was approved back in the summer, and some folks were got, got excited, and I don't know how they work. I don't know if they're just amplifying sound. For somebody like me, uh, that would not work. Uh, because I know it's specific sounds. The specifics. <laughs> Can I guess? Can yeah, I guess? Yeah. I hear you whine all the time about it's too bassy. I can't hear it. When things get, we even have callers sometimes like in Hannibal see me because like I, I take the headphones and I have to squish them against my ears. Because, like that's going to do anything. Yeah. Because I can't hear bassy sounds. So I amplify, amplification of sound wouldn't do anything for, uh, for, for me. Um, but the idea is certainly entertaining. It's like, uh, you know, just go to hearing aid consultants. That's the, I'm guessing, John, that's the big takeaway. I did endorsements for hearing aid consultants, believe it or not, <laughs> a while back. And it was actually. <laughs> really? And Kim put me through the whole test. Yeah. Put me in the, the soundproof egg chair and did the whole test where you could tell exactly which frequencies that you you weren't picking up on from hearing loss. And, you know, it was kind of a. Kind of a no-brainer as somebody been in radio a long time wearing headphones. It was, it was actually kind of interesting. So, how were your results, if you don't mind sharing? I'm sorry? Someone talking? <laughs> <laughs> they were they were pretty good, believe it or not. But she, go, she was kind of like, you're borderline. You know, you might want to come back down, you know, as you get a few more years on you. Well, how many years ago was that? Just a few. Okay, all right. And she, she can we quote you on that? She called you borderline. I think is what I'm yeah, quoting no you. Kidding. Called that a lot. I think you guys should go together, you and Brandon both. We could just get a pair and share them. <laughs> take the right one. I'll take the left one. Uh, by the way, Justin. Uh, thanks, Justin, who's catching a few minutes of the live stream from Northern Italy this morning. That all jealous. Look at us. How about that? Eight seven four ninety three ninety. Not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Worldwide. Uh, and uh, Tad says, "You know why men don't go and get hearing aids." Because then they won't have to listen to their wives nag anymore. Maybe they intentionally don't <laughs> oh, want to brother. I could believe it, actually. Oh, terrible. Oh. terrible. Sorry, honey. I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. But it is a, 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 a real thing, I think, with the, the hearing. I see my dad, my grandfather. My grandfather got... My grandfather, I don't know, he was like 86, 87 years old when he died, but probably almost 30 years before he had poor hearing. My dad's got poor hearing. My grandfather used to love and sit around the radio and uh, and listen to Cardinals baseball and read the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, travel and all that stuff, watch TV occasionally. Uh, but even later, and the guy had done everything in life he ever wanted to do. His wife, my grandmother was dead, but he got, he couldn't hear Cardinal baseball. He couldn't hear, and he would get frustrated because you can't 
take part in situations and going out. That's my excuse. I uh, going out in social situations. Well, I can't hear. I'm a social butterfly, but I can't hear. That's why I don't enjoy these events. But it can't, I would imagine you've been enjoying yourself. I have been enjoying myself, <laughs> actually. Um, so anyhow, over the counter. Anybody got anything interesting for? We were going to talk about human composting, like <laughs> literally. <laughs> But we should cover this tomorrow because there's a lot more to this. I've got one. Yeah, what you got for leftovers, bud? Iberia, Missouri's Arrowhead Express has been recovered. <gasps> Did you? For, man, so another thing from the Chiefs game over the weekend, making news, and it wasn't on the field. What happened here? This is Riley Halley and his family, and they, uh, they're from Iberia. Yeah. And they go to to all the Chiefs' home games, you know couple-hour drive up the road and do their partying and all. Well, they were staying at the Holiday Inn in North Kansas City up there. Anybody's familiar with that? North of the north of the river up on Armor Road. They came out and their uh, custom van, their Arrowhead Express, was gone. So they went to social media and Chief's Kingdom spotted it and recovered it. But it was kind of torn up. Some of their memorabilia of the Chiefs was gone. But they got it back. Man, hopefully, folks, maybe uh, community uh, members uh, in Iberia and folks around Lakes, maybe they'll come together and try to help those folks out. And who would steal it? Because, you know, I'm guessing you put on an APB 